0: Bass Squad Radio, number 11, coming to you live from the humble studio of my bedroom. And right now, I had paid and did everything and flew out my best best friend from Stevens Point, Wisconsin, and he's now here to do a podcast with me, and I'm just going to give you a couple fair warnings. He's not a bass fisherman. He does have a mustache, and he has red hair. So you guys might... I mean, if you guys want to turn it off right now, I fully understand. Um, but yeah, he's one of my best friends. He he's a theater major. And I met him because okay, here's the it's a quick story of how I met Jeremy. We okay, so I had a buddy that I was going to live with my junior year and of college. I didn't. He didn't tell me that he flunked out of school and he wasn't coming back. So we signed a lease. All of a sudden, June comes around, and I don't have a place to live. And I was dating this girl, um, who I will not mention what her name is. <laughs> and so she goes, well, Tyler, you know, you could live here. So I, you know, dumb 20-year-old Tyler says, okay. By the way, I'm in, my name is Tyler DeLochner, if nobody knows that. <laughs> Uh, I go by TG on the radio just because, or I, TG basically in, in anything with bass fishing, just because it, it's not easy to pronounce Galachner, and it's even more of a nightmare to spell. So anyway, so I'm living with this girl. She goes, yeah, just live with me. I said, oh, that sounds like a perfect idea. Well, then it was three girls, so that would never have worked out anyways. So that, well, then one of the girls dropped out, and then this weird theater guy took the spot, and now. Jeremy, and then we all of a sudden, oh, you like sports, I like sports, oh, you're weird, I'm weird, so we kind of became really good friends, and now Jeremy's here, and he's he's here you want you wanna say hi?
1: Hello, that was um, him that was me
0: um okay, so, like I said, he doesn't fish, so I'm gonna be making fun of him like subtly, and he won't even notice it's we're gonna this this podcast is gonna be getting into who God knows what because I have absolutely zero plan and he's (laughs) (laughs) we get onto some tangents I'm actually I've convinced him to start his own podcast because he's an interesting man and he can rant and he can especially when he has some drinks in him Uh, but uh, yeah so Jeremy actually is a loyal listener of Basquad Radio even though he has no experience in it but tell me why you like what we're kind of doing
1: just that whole idea of kind of taking what you guys like and love about what you're doing and just going with the flow and doing something different, you know, something that is unique to your sport, you know. It, it reminds me of what, kind of like what Joe Rogan did for the UFC, you know, like how that that just wasn't a popular thing. Like it was, you know, it had like a loyal following and everything, but then like it kind of just exploded, and, you know, now it's on pay-per-view and it's on like, mainstream radio and everything and like I just like that idea that you guys are kind of trying to do.
0: Yeah. Uh, by the way, all the first 5 minutes of every podcast is awkward. Um so I'm going to um, be I've never interviewed you before. But yeah, I mean, what is your <laughs> <laughs> So I remember the time when Jeremy and I was like, "Yeah, but by the way, I'm I'm on a I'm on a fishing team and I have a bunch of friends and we're and we're weird. And he didn't really know because he's like, "Oh, I like the fish too," and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm sure you do." And I kind of said it condescendingly, and <laughs> he, he he didn't really quite understand. So, I want to tell me uh, your impression of the guys on the bass fishing team, or guys that bass
1: fish in general. Um, where to start? Well, should I not? I should probably not say their names. Like, just wh- don't. First, first don't ones name I her, met were, First ones I met were. Uh, Dobbins and uh, Kornick. Yeah. And uh, they're an interesting couple of guys and just like just how much you guys talk about bass fishing like in every situation regardless of like just being at a party and all of a sudden or, and all of a sudden like you guys are just talking about bass fishing. I remember no like within a week of meeting you guys Adam and Tim were over watching the Packer game the Packer Saints game And every commercial, it was like Tim just turned to you, and it's just like it's just it's
0: just like well, it's a different language. It's a different language completely. And this is yeah. And this is from I'm glad that you're here because you kind of you're smart enough to understand that there's different aspects of people's lives and there's different ways to like experience things. I don't know how to put this in the words really really good. It's kind of hard to, but like. Every single niche that you're a part of kind of has its own language if you might if you can call it that, so like i don't know here I, i've been wanting to do this, and I didn't tell you on purpose. Me and Jeremy haven't seen each other for a few months, mm-hmm. and we're like best friends, and we purposely didn 't talk on the phone for a while just so we could do this podcast and kind of catch up on the podcast, which is kind of kind of the way I wanted to do it. But okay, so I've been having this idea in my head for a while. Um, now I, w- I equate what I'm about to say as like if I were to impersonate somebody speaking Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> now if I'm gonna just speak Chinese gibberish, you know, everybody knows how that would sound. I'm not gonna say it because it's gonna be racist, and I'm not gonna do it. So. You tell you speak to me right now in Chinese gibberish, but in bass fishing gibberish.
1: Um, <laughs> all I can think of is like saying something about red bridge. Yeah, and then um, just, just just speak your bass fishing gibberish. Just you, know, you, you did some casting rods and you threw a couple uh spinner baits down under the <laughs> and some some down drifted. <laughs> <areas>. <laughs>
0: Some down drifted. You know how we always love to fish those down-drifteds? <laughs>
1: uh, but, yeah. I'm, I'm,
0: I'm. He's uncomfortable. I can see it in his face. Even though he's a theater major, he is blushing right now being on the radio. And he does have a gorgeous face for somebody who is a radio personality. Cool. So, uh, yeah, so what have you been up to? Well... Like I said, it's going to not be about Bastards all the time, but I'll, I'll tie it in. I'm, I'm good enough with that, so go ahead.
1: Well, I've been you know, a theater major um, yeah. the last few months, and for longer before that, uh, I have a play coming out um, that I wrote that's mm. being performed up on campus.
0: This is basically like... Sp- sponsor plugging right now so you can go ahead and tell us what the, what the play is about. Well,
1: it's this it's a 10-minute play which is kind of, you know, you think 10 minutes it's not like an exact term, you know, they can be 15, they can be, you know, 8. And my play is kind of about this it's about this guy and this girl and they meet at a train station and uh they there's some quirkiness and some hilarity and a wild twist at the end. I I would encourage that. I think Tyler's coming to see it, and he's—you he's, read the play, I you have. read it once, and you know, it, so you know what happens. So, but for the the one point the point zero zero one percent chance that someone's listening who might come and see it, I don't <laughs> want to spoil it.
0: Hey, man, Spoilers. we're reach, we're reaching millions here. You never know. Millions. Okay, hundreds. Seriously, this is amazing. But yeah, thank you for explaining. But you you guys have that same deal with uh, that we are like. Like, I've I've been trying to say that you can appreciate this, but nobody else can that doesn't think outside the box or anything like that. It's like, you know, this is just another art form. This is just another way to express yourself, express what you love to do, just in a different way, completely. And I've been been to theater parties before, (laughs) and you guys just are, you guys say, the sun will come out tomorrow. You guys do that all the time. I mean... I've and I just sit there and laugh because it's legit. I'm like, Wow, this is exactly how Jeremy feels when he's hanging out with our fishing friends. I feel way out of place, but I'm a strange dude though, so I can kind of mingle in with those not and I can't say that for every other bass fisherman because they're all i don't know, so you wanna that 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 one night that was fun, oh, um, we did that,
1: I remember, and you were just like. I remember just being in the middle of the party and at one point you were just like, This is exactly what I expected.
0: Yeah. So they're all just geeks and just
1: it's, so we, we like we are. It's one of those things where like like when we partied with all your fishing buddies at their fishing meetings, it was like that was like a we did it every week. Like we get drunk at someone's house and it was it wasn't I don't wanna say it was the same thing, but it was kind of like it was get drunk and you guys talk about fishing. Yeah. And I sit there with with um the non fisherman and just kinda like absorb it and have you know like make fun of you and I mean to a, whatever extent, you know yeah. I remember but like um except when,
0: I mean, we, when we when when I was at your theater party we didn't watch old fiddler of the roof weigh in.
1: <laughs> no. We didn't watch like we didn't watch like some you know clip from like a Broadway revival of like Roger and Hammerstein or something. Which <laughs>
0: And if anyone of you bass can remember that and and say that, I major kudos to you because you guys are strange and odd, just like I am and just like Jeremy is. Mm. Who's Roger and Hammerstein? Are they like a
1: they like duo? wrote musicals. Like you ever hear Oklahoma?
0: Oklahoma, where the wind comes sweeping <laughs> yeah. down the
1: that one. That one, yeah. Okay, cool. Which actually, like for theater people, that's like so that the same it's Gary Indiana one. Like it's like a joke. Oh, is it? Like, oh we're going they're kind of a they're kind of the butt of a lot of jokes but like whatever oh
0: god yeah no it's it's just i don't know i i love seeing everybody else that they're just nobody likes to admit that they're nerdy and strange <laughs> and odd and i this is what i love about this that the digital age is absolutely unbelievable where i can just sit there and we when we decided to put out Basquad and all of a sudden, oh my God, there's a lot of people like us and it's really weird and oh, I'm just, I, I'm giddy. Every time I do this, and this is like the best thing I've ever decided to do with the podcast and I just sit here and just ramble for 45 minutes to an hour or whatever and I'm actually starting to have guests on the show. You guys listen to mine and Lauren Ann's podcast last time. That was really fun to getting a female's perspective on things and, you know, it's just really cool and, I mean, I'm glad to hear, like, even Jeremy and a few other people that don't even bass fish, my my father listens to it and he is, he loves, he doesn't like the fish and he's not, him and I don't <laughs> see eye to eye on many things, but he, he's a good dude and we're, we have fun and it's, I don't know, it,
1: yeah, I, um, like for me, like I like listening to it partly just because it's not, it's bass fishing but at the same time it's, it's a little bit more than that.
0: And you can skip like, over the yeah. bass fishing ones, like the ones yeah, that I have. Yeah,
1: like the ones where, like, maybe I listen to, like, you know, when you, and, you and CK are down in Alabama, you know, like, there's only so much I can. Yeah. You know, well, I guys talking about uh, Alabama rigs getting tossed in them
0: on the lily
1: pads,
0: I guess. Oh, yep. Yeah, you just fucking... You fucked that one up bad.
1: I know you don't... That was even worse than the other one. I know at least enough that you don't throw Alabama regs on lily pads. Thank you. You you. frog on lily pads, right?
0: Well, I don't frog I I do, but you frog everywhere. Well, I don't know. It's... Frogging is life. Frogging is life for me. I, I would love to hear... I, I love The Frog, and I, you know, my main goal right now, My, I have three main goals with this podcast, and this is number 11. I actually have 11 episodes deep already, and I cannot even believe that. Like, I, I, okay, this is me trying to go back to my original point when I was saying something. I would love to have Dean Rojas on the podcast, and I would love to have Vishen Monroe on the podcast. And here's why. Dean Rojas, I would love to just pick his brain for an hour, about, about, Frying, and that's something that Jeremy would not listen to. Now Ish Monroe, I guarantee you, Jeremy would listen to, because Ish is a black dude, and he's on the elite series. You know, he's on the tour, and I I don't know. I I don't. You know, I have this weird thing where I'm not racist at all, but I say things, and I would love to hear some of the stories that he has accumulated over his lifetime. I guarantee you, he has some things. I mean, can you believe that? Can you imagine being that much in the minority? Not even in the minority, like in the hardcore minority. There's not many. Yeah, it's it would be it would be absolutely unbelievable to pick his brain. I I feel like after a while we'd be just talking about rap music and other things, and it'd be just a fun podcast. And I would love to do it. And you know what? I, I'm starting to. Uh, I, my dreams are huge and my dreams are big and you know, if you guys just keep supporting us like you have been, maybe eventually he'll get word of it and that can happen because I called Laura last week on this rig that I made uh, where I had actually had called from a different phone and hooked up a speaker system right to the <laughs> microphone and it was just a mess but it worked and you know... You could hear. Oh yeah, it was it's perfect. Good. It sounded just like I was calling somebody from the whatever. It worked pretty well, oh, yeah.
1: Oh gosh,
0: Jeremy, what do you want to talk about? Let's just start talking um, about something other than bass fishing. Well, I just in.
1: finished Breaking Bad. And we oh, don't. Wanna, no. I don't want to spoil it for anyone. but... Spoil it? No, don't. I, don't. Like, like just no. I the only thing I have to say is like. Watch Breaking Bad. Girl, by the way. Yeah, watch Breaking Bad. There's this girl I work with, and she got right after I finished. She started talking about how she was watching and how addicted she was, and she was in like the middle of season two. And I just, like, got these, like, chills over me I of, like, was, how yeah. excited it, I was. I'm like, oh, my God, you're not even there yet. Like, I was so excited for her that she could experience it. I the same problem with you. I was just so happy that this was in my life. No, I, re- I remember that. And I just didn't want to get into it. I had this whole, like, stigma against TV dramas for whatever, whatever. I think it's because I watched Lost and I committed so much time to Lost. Lost is and breaking I just bad. didn't want. To, I just didn't want to get screwed over again. But no, Lost is not Breaking Bad.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I mean, it's I, so hard to say this without spoiling anything for anybody. You can't.
1: All all that I'll say is is that it. It just, it's great. It keeps getting better and better and better until the end. <laughs> the last episode is a perfect, probably the best episode. Like, yeah.
0: Art. It's a perfect way to end it, too. Now, Brian Cranston is, everybody knows him as the dad and Malcolm in the Middle.
1: Before Breaking Bad.
0: Before Breaking Bad. That's how I know him. And he was actually, before Malcolm in the Middle, he was on King of Queens and he was the weird neighbor. For those of you who don't know. And well, that are as nerdy as Jeremy and I. When it comes to actors and, and weird things, and that's okay, fine, it's whatever. I did it last time. I couldn't, I couldn't talk, so I said, "Excuse me." What's
1: funny is how much he walked around in his underwear on Malcolm in the Middle. I remember. And was, Breaking Bad. Yeah, it's like a tie weird. Thing. Actually, but, one of my favorite, one of my favorite uh, alternate like, like theories of how Breaking Bad ends is that you know Walter White becomes he goes into witness protection and becomes and the dad from Malcolm in the Middle.
0: Sort of like the uh, Titanic and. Inception Theory. Did you ever hear that one?
1: No, I never heard
0: that one. Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> never actually dies in Titanic, and then he washes up on shore in...
2: Oh, in he's, <laughs> like, frozen?
0: Inception, then he starts...
1: Or, oh, was it Inception, or was it... Inception? Yeah, and he washes up on shore. Okay, Earth. that's what it was. It wasn't uh, uh, Shutter Island. No, I haven't seen Shutter Island, but I hear it's good. I was going to make a point just a second
0: ago. Ah, there it is. <laughs> Got it. ADD. Thank you. Um, So, Brian Cranston, comedy actor, then he was a serious actor. This is what, I've seen Jeremy's eyes just light right up, because he loves talking about this, because we've had this conversation many times with many people, because many people are stupid, which we kind of understand. But anyways, so, I'm at work, and as I've said before, I'm a delivery truck driver, and with the people that I actually work with, I hope they're not listening right now, by the way, and they're probably not, they're not the smartest people in the world, if you might imagine that. They're just, they're, hey, whatever. So I have, my, I have my conversations with them, and you know what, whatever. It's not, they're nice guys, they're sweet guys, they're the coolest people on the planet. But they were talking garbage, I forget about what it was. It was about Jim Carrey, I think, in the number 23, or in Eternal Sunshine. Something like oh. It was one of those two where anybody who is, okay, this is going to get on a weird, we're, I knew we were going to get on some acting tangent, so sorry, and I'll tie it in a bastard, and I promise I'll say something, and it'll just be funny. Well, and that's
1: just happened.
0: But anyways, but <laughs> so Jim Carrey, you know who he is. He know, he, he's known as some silly dude, and everybody just assumes that that's him. But what everybody, Jeremy, why don't you just take it from here? We, we've had this conversation a million times.
1: It's, it's one of those things where people just affiliate the fact that someone's funny and they're a comedic actor and they think that it's not acting. You know, it happens a lot when someone who's a funny actor and they're in all these comedies and all of a sudden they do a serious role. Um, I can't think of anything else. To talk well, a good example is Jim Carrey. He was in, you know, early on he was on In Living Color and he was a stand up forever and, and he's in, you know, The Mask and he's Ace Ventura liar liar you know he's in all these hilarious roles and then all of a sudden he, he goes and does a movie like eternal sunshine on the spotless mind and people are just like wow he's just he's actually a really good actor and like it happens all the time when people people don't think that being funny and being a funny actor is acting it's like tyler and i we've gotten into this where it's like wow he's actually a good actor like
0: and now you, I do it just to piss Jeremy. Off. I've ever yeah, been watching a movie. With some funny.
1: guy that's wow, he's, funny. Wow, Zach Galifianakis is actually really. Oh, good so weird. Yeah. I was just about to say that.
0: <laughs> when Zach Galifianakis was in, uh, it's kind of a funny story. He's phenomenal in that movie. Yeah, I'm so surprised he didn't get nominated for everything because he he embodies a guy but, that's psychopath. There's a lot of politics in the Oscars,
1: Tyler, we're not going to get into that. Kind of okay, thing. whatever. Fox, Who cares about
0: the Oscars? That. I don't care. Oh no, Fight Club, I, didn't, get, Fight Club didn't get nominated. And neither did. Death to Smoochie, and Death to Smoochie is one of the greatest you film, cinematic achievements of all time. If you guys want to watch that, please watch it. It's Robin Williams, Edward Norton. Danny DeVito directs it and produces it. It's just an absolutely hilarious movie. If you guys are into deep dark comedy, or as we all call African American com- actually, no, it's called black comedy. <laughs> it's a joke. That's called my that's called my uh like when Zach Galvin says, "I African American out After I got done drinking all night,
1: I African American. I'm I I I don't know where am I going. I don't know. But anyways,
0: so yeah, we we talk about about film and and stuff, and you know,
1: Man, it's just one of those things that it's just the stigma people will get with um actors and how they like. it. You know, and it, it doesn't piss me off, but it's like it's like people don't think that being funny in a movie is... They think it's easier than, you know, playing on Breaking Bad when actually, you know, a lot of people would... You know, in my field, when we talk about it, my field, you know, I say this like I'm, you know, just this expert on it. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm. we talk about how, you know, being in a comedy show can be a lot harder than being in a drama just because sometimes it can be hard to make an audience laugh. It's true. Um, I'll
0: be I'm sorry. What yeah. do you... Tyler's I ID have an E D and I have a pen that I need
1: to grab because I want to make a point,
0: but I don't feel like we're going to get off into a tangent. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's he's hold on, he's, he's writing it on his hand and wait, am okay, not ahead. supposed to say that. Okay, go ahead, uh, uh, you're right. good. No, so Tim H- Tom Hanks, perfect example. Yeah,
0: hilarious. He's funny as hell in real life. If anybody mm-hmm. ever listened to any of his podcasts or any time Conan O'Brien yeah. interviews him. He is honestly one of the funniest people. One of the best things I've ever seen Tom Hanks do is that guy, when he is just, he just, you know, because obviously you travel around in just these podunk little cities and just like we do, kind of. If we're bass fishermen. I mean, we're not exactly Tom Hanks, but <laughs> we travel in every, I mean, we see some things. And Tom Hanks is a lot in a lot of big cities and in Vegas, and I think it was in Vegas when he do, he does this. Okay, so he goes to Vegas goes to these little diners over at four in the morning when he's done shooting or something I, mean, I heard actually that the actors the worst possible the, actually the worst thing about acting is that you just sit around all the time and oh. you have terrible hours and I- so anyway so he he's bored so this funny this guy actually goes to these diners looks for somebody who's passed out takes his cell phone and then takes a picture with the drunk guy, as, with Tom, like, okay, this is hard to explain, but, so Tom Hanks gives this drunk guy's cell phone to his friends, and his drunk, his friends take a picture of Tom Hanks with his thumb up and smiling, and his arm around this drunk guy, and then gives the cell phone back to the guy. So when the guy wakes up in the morning, he's going to see a picture with him and Tom Hanks, and the guy's going to be like, did I see Tom Hanks last night? Like, that's, that's so funny to me. Hilarious. Now, this is what I run on my hand. You were talking about stigmas with acting. Stigma. Yeah, stigmas. Like you get this thing where oh, this guy's funny. He's that's just who he oh, is. Oh, this guy's. It's not. It's egg. not acting. Matt Damon. Matt Damon's funny, and Mike Damon's a phenomenal actor. I'm,
1: like you seen the Jimmy the Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. I'm fucking Ben Affleck. You seen that one? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah so, anyways, the same thing. We kind of have this stigma as everybody may know. I don't know.
1: It's not It's not
0: the same in the South, I don't think, but a lot of people think fishing. What do you think fishing is? When you first heard there's a fishing team, give me your honest <sighs> first opinion, what it
1: was. Well, I honestly thought all kinds of fishing, like walleye, in, uh, northern yeah. crop, you know, just everything, like you guys just kind of go out. And just fished. And I mean, not like, you know, the casual, like, Uncle Ted on the boat. Yeah, fishing. Uh-huh. I
0: called uncle. I called it Uncle Dave.
1: Oh. <laughs> but anyways, I don't even have an uncle Ted. That's the weird thing.
0: My dad's name was Ted.
1: Well, full circle. Okay.
0: Anyways. <laughs> but yeah. No. I, I. It's just that's just how it is. Is people think we're we're not what we are, and it, it, it's just like anything else. When you're fully obsessed with something, it's archery. I mean, somebody are, is a Somebody who's a creator, it's like, oh, you just shoot an arrow at the thing, Ew. and they're really not. It's like an art form, and you know, when you know everything. I'm not gonna try to explain it, but you know, there's just so many things that are like that. that it's kind of cool to see somebody else. That's why I like having things like this, where somebody that's not in the industry and I can have a conversation about the industry, which is on, like on a a lower level. It's kind of cool just to hear his view on things, and now he kind of understands that it's, oh, this is like competition for you because whatever, so.
1: Well, and even when I first heard that you were on a, a bass fishing team, you know, and my, in my earliest impressions of bass fishing and professional fishing were, you know, a little skewed in terms of luck and how luck and, you know, being in the right place or having the right sponsors, but I just didn't realize, you know, how much... Thought and commitment really go into bass fishing, and you you sh- like just in the, the first few months or weeks of knowing you, just really kind of
0: changed your view. Really,
1: yeah. Well, yeah.
0: I mean, the thing the thing with me is is that I'm really ex- extremely comfortable with who I am, and it's whatever. I'm a complete idiot, and I'm a complete nerd, and I like this, I like that, and I think that he had the stigma as what I kind of brought up before is that. Oh, it's just some redneck that drinks beer and sits on his boat and casts a rod out and waits for fish to come. And no, that's not it. It's not it at all. I mean, everybody's completely different, and that's that's kind of why I started this podcast. And we we, we all four of us collectively started this company is because we we want to hear we want to hear what you are like on the outside, not your your best fishing y type of personality. I don't know.
1: That overall arc
0: yeah you know, it's it's an ar-
1: it's an umbrella term
0: it really is it, it fishermen are way too just like theater majors. I told you my stigma, but the problem is, is my stigma actually came true <laughs> and, oh this will get us ranting about something stand up comedy. Oh, wait. Which we, what, go ahead. Before,
1: before I say anything, like, just back to that, just kind of to wrap up that whole idea of the fishing. I've been on the boat with you tw- three times. Yeah. I've caught zero bass. Yeah. To your,
0: yeah.
1: I don't know, probably. Yeah. Enough. 20
0: Enough. Enough.
1: And we went, we went bed fishing. We went, <laughs> uh, um, we, right, we, we flogged that one day.
0: Yeah. And then
1: um, I threw a sinkhole for like an hour.
0: Yeah, well, you know what? In a sinkhole, That's, which that works, it works. Apparently, Miranda
1: Everybody can catch something on a sinkhole, Everybody can. I, I can't. Not me. No, I mean, I've, I, but I caught I caught bass not with you, so. Right, but I'm I mean, you know what I mean?
0: Like it's shad swimmers. I don't know. <laughs> Some of those things. Bought them w- at Walmart. Where like, and I, I'm never going to consider myself in an, 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 excellent angler or anything like that, but when you know what to look for and when you know what to do, and all of a sudden I see someone like Jeremy behind me, and I'm not just downgrading you at all. Mm-hmm. I see someone like Jeremy behind me casting, I'm like, what are you
2: doing? Why are you not throwing to the
0: clump of lily pads that have the little brown sludge, the uh, little brown uh, mat next to it? Why would you not cast there? And that's just my initial thought, and I'm like, weird, that's so strange that I actually think that way. Like, second nature, it's like riding a bike for me where I'll immediately... And, you know, Casey and I have done that where, you know, I'm fishing in the back of the boat with him, and we, we literally can't even frog at the same time because we'll, we've done it on many occasions during a tournament where we've actually cast it at the exact same spot at the exact same time because we both think the same. We're thinking on the same wavelength. So whenever Casey's punching, I'll frog. Whenever Casey's frogging, I'll punch or I'll throw a spinnerbait or whatever. So it's, it's kind of weird seeing somebody that doesn't know the sport behind me, and it's
1: just like, oh, well, that's, that's, oh, well, this is how regular people think, <laughs> like, well, there's water in the fissure, in yeah, it.
0: that's, that's just it, and my dad and I watched the, the, the classic, and I was trying to explain to a normal person the final day, and I couldn't do it, he goes, well, isn't it just luck that he happened to stand on all those, get on ah. all those fish, I'm just like, no,
1: he, that's, that's, see that's how I would have thought. Like yeah. you know, before I met
0: you, how is there how is there thousands of fish on one spot? It's like it, they just are. I don't I don't know how to. It just is. I don't I don't know how to explain it. Well, anyways, so we were talking about stigmas. I'm actually surprisingly on top of stuff this week.
1: <laughs> um,
0: through this podcast, not week. Who cares? I mean, we might we, me and Jeremy might do one tomorrow. We're uh, we're going to Mike Brabiglia tomorrow. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Uh, he's one of our favorite comedians.
1: Probably, for me, like, number two behind
0: Louis. Uh, Maybe. So we're going to get into a little stuff. A we'll, we'll get into stand-up Closing comedy screens. right now. Who cares? Everybody everybody loves stand-up comedy. Who doesn't like stand-up comedy? Wow,
2: 30 minutes in already.
0: Do you believe that? We have another 30 minutes to go. We'll do an hour. We'll do an hour. Why not?
2: Right. Man, why
0: not? Fuck um, it, dude. Um, fuck it, dude. Let's go bowling.
1: <laughs> had, if Tyler and I had a catchphrase, it would be, fuck it, dude. Let's go bowling, which... If you don't know what movie that's from, then I'm not going to say it. I mean, Tyler can say it. It's not my podcast, so... Just say it. I can... The Big Lebowski. It's That's... I have... I have a thing where there's two movies where if I could watch... If I could only watch one movie for the rest of my life, like, if I, you know, that whole, like, cliched Desert Island, you have to pick one DVD that you can watch for the rest of your life, I would have a hard time choosing between The Big Lebowski and Good Will Hunting.
0: yeah. Okay, so we'll get into the movies in a little bit. Or do you want to go to movies right now?
1: Well, we were gonna do stand up comedy, and then I okay. Well, stand up comedy. Just,
0: just, and, 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 piece and piece Okay,
1: I'll, it. I'll give a, a little, little a
0: little thing where I listen to a lot of comedians' podcasts, and it's so funny to hear them talk because it is exactly like bass fishing, and it's exactly like anything else. They all, whenever two stand-ups get together and talk to each other, they say, it's just an underground community. Nobody else knows about this that goes on, that that goes on. It's so funny how I had this realization that, oh, my God, bass fishing is exactly like everything else. Bass fishing is exactly like acting. Bass fishing is exactly like playing pool professionally. Who knows? I mean, everything is like it. It's so strange how, like, everybody has their own language with what they do. Bill Burr is like, oh, and I rifted it, and the guy's like, yeah, 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 and I was, and they just get into this thing, and it's like, nobody knows what they're talking about because they're not involved in it. And it's just so hard not to get, it's so hard to explain to other people that aren't in like an art. I consider bass fishing an art form, and, and, you know, I don't consider sitting in an office and pushing a pencil in art form, nothing like that. You know, I I don't ever want to do that in my life. Mm -hmm. I'm currently doing it right now with driving, but, you know, hopefully I'm done with that soon. Um pays bills. it pays the bills, it pays it helps me do this, it helps me do all the stuff that I really want to do. And you know, for right now that's what I'm doing. But it's just crazy to hear somebody like that the, the every, everything's like that. And it's so fulfilling, one, that I'm not alone. Everybody's like me. Everybody's like Jeremy, everybody's like you. <laughs> I mean you're sitting here and listening to me talk about no- nothing. And I'm like, who's going to want to hear me talking about nothing? And all of a sudden, oh, 100 people a, week, a day want to hear me talk about nothing. nothing. And it's kind of strange to hear that. And I don't know what I was doing. What I was, what was, I, it, what I was, was my original up, point?
1: It was something about <laughs> the whole stigma. Oh, it's stand-up how comedy. Many want, how many times have
0: yeah, we well, to that Yeah, well, that'll happen. It'll happen. Drinking so,
1: game for all of you out there. Take a shot every yeah. time you lose our train of thought.
0: yeah. By the way, drinking game, anybody wants to compete, Milwaukee and Wisconsin in general is the most hungover state in the union.
1: What, is that, what was that thing that statistics okay, said so tr- like San Diego? <laughs> so San, Diego
0: 10. San Diego is number 10. The average adult consumes 12.3 drinks per month. Month. And that's the number 10 city. And I heard mm-hmm. that, and I texted it to like six of my friends that live in Wisconsin, and they're like, huh. a month? <laughs> um, they hey like, is that a joke? Is it February? <laughs> yeah, well, it's not even it's that. a weekly month. And I texted, and every single and it was just strange because every single one of my friends said, "Oh, that's like kind of like a weekend, like a light Friday weekend night. for us." Like, Friday it. it I'm not gonna get into this drinking culture thing because we legitimately just got off topic again.
1: Oh, wait, I was talking about stand-up. Yeah, stand-up.
0: Stand-up, and then we'll go to whatever. But Okay, so there's a stigma with stand-ups, especially certain ones that they're just these miserable fucks, and they're these guys that yeah. sit around and talk. and. Stanhope,
1: perfect example. He just, like, everybody just thinks he's just this angry. Per- okay, my roommate, the guy I live with, was watching uh, Doug Stanhope. If you guys have never seen Doug Stanhope. He's on, my, he's on our
0: website, by the way. Uh, he's on one of the quotes that uh, are on our uh, About Us page. I had to throw it in because he's, like, one of my favorite people in the world.
1: He's just, like, this guy... Like, if, you ever, if you've ever if you ever seen a Doug Stanhope stand-up, then you know exactly... I probably just... When I did that, but... Never That's mind. Fine. You're um, fine. If you've ever seen a Doug Stanhope uh, show, you, you'd think he's just this angry guy, just bitter as hell, mad at the world, just hates everyone. He's this guy who, you know, all his... He's probably the dirtiest comic ever.
0: And it's not even... Not even... In,
1: no. He's He like, talks he goes, about... He makes jokes about abortion. Uh, like... And like uh, Like, and I say that and it sounds like, you know... And it's just like not a, the worst
0: way. But, you know, but that's how stand-up is, though. It is.
1: It's and it is. he... But he is... From what we've heard from just about everyone, from Burr, from Berbilia, from Rogan, from... Louis C.K. He is the nicest guy in the movie. He loves
0: people. He's mm-hmm. a he's a humanist. He's 100% good to, with everything. And I don't know. He does this job. <laughs> I'll try to. Uh,
1: I, we could like look up one. Do of Do my notes. best.
0: Uh, that he goes, you know, people,
1: people say, uh, uh, and he
0: just stutters all the time, and he's just this rambling idiot on stage, and I guarantee you it's a persona. Uh, I don't know about the persona, it's a like persona, but it's, it's something where he goes, if you've ever fucked a midget because it was fun, like, that's just kind of his type of thing. Like, <laughs> he says that, and it's just like, you know, I know he's not being vicious right now. He's just being, he's just honest. He's really honest, and he's hilarious. And nobody understands him. And I suggest you listen to him if you want. If not, I under- fully understand if you don't understand it, you don't get it, because Tosh is the same way. Mm. Tracy Morgan is. A, <laughs> I, would, I, I was going to do something, it, but I, I, there's just a lot of guys that just get these
1: stigmas where it's just it's a joke. Like ah, it's, it's it, hard for me to. They're 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 kind of like revealing a truth, but yeah, and they're you know they're dissecting it and they're taking they're taking it to this extreme level to make it funny for an audience. Right. And people take that as, like, honesty. And people, like, it is honesty, but people take it as genuine...
0: It's not, though. Like, yeah.
1: that's who they are. But it's a joke. Like, yeah. when when Stanhope makes all these jokes or Carlin makes all these crazy jokes and I just... You think he hates all these people, but it's just... And then
0: did you ever read that, like... It's just funny. That, like, that Carlin, like... Uh, I want to. I was gonna say soliloquy, but it's not. It's like this not poem, but it's this weird thing that he wrote, and it, it was one of the most genuine things I've ever seen in my life. Where it's just like we gotta. I'm not. I'm gonna screw it it's up. But so. It, it, oh,
1: what's that? There's a Louis quote. I, I, I. He's the, Louis listening. C.K.
0: For anybody who doesn't know, please listen. Probably to him. the he best is,
1: comedian alive. He remarkably. he's
0: on my Mount Rushmore of comedy. That includes him, Carlin, him, Carlin Pryor, and uh, Cosby. God, Those is four, really awesome.
1: Like it was, I think was amazing about Cosby is the fact that he 100% 100 percent clean, hundred percent clean. He takes stories that he tells none two of jokes. The show none of us would ever think of telling the stories that he told, like when they happened and making that a hilarious joke.
0: Yeah, no, I mean it's. Oh well, Stanhope. Okay, so. Stanhope is this vile piece of shit guy that everybody thinks he is. <laughs> everybody thinks he's just this vile dickhead, but then all of a sudden multiple comics say, yeah, when I started out in L.A., Stanhope called me and he liked me and he said, stay at my house, use my car, do whatever you want, I know you're struggling, it'll happen, it'll, it'll work out eventually if you keep plugging. And it's like, he gave his car to complete strangers, like who does that? By the way, have you ever seen the? Uh, this is completely off topic. Have you ever seen the video of the guy who plays the home prank on the homeless guy winning the lottery?
1: I fucking just watched that today. Was Isn't going, that unbelievable? Yeah, that's so That guy, he literally uh, he wins a he he wins a thousand dollars, and immediately like okay I'll just, I'll lay it out for you guys the the guy who does okay anybody okay. Who ever seen the
0: the prank videos of the guy who drives up to the Drive-through windows where like there's nobody in the front seat or there's like a yeah. doll talking to the people and everybody freaks out and that's the same it's the same guy so yeah.
1: and he pulled up he he it said like the title of it and I was really nervous to watch yeah it, I was the, too it said like convince the homeless guy he wins he has a winning lottery ticket yeah so he goes to this homeless guy and he goes you know like, he gives him a lottery ticket and he takes him to this guy said I don't he have gives. a
0: dollar. Here's a lottery ticket, I know it won, just go ahead and take it. He goes, oh, yeah. like, sure man, I don't I don't need to take your money. I, I whatever. Yeah. This homeless guy is just really nice and you can he's a very genuine person and
1: just this guy. You can tell, you know, like oh, and I after this I have to tell a story about what's like cool. and he you know, and they go to the gas station and all of a sudden the guy's just like Yeah, you want a thousand dollars and he gives this homeless guy a thousand dollars. This homeless guy is just in Are you shock. kidding me? Like, are you kidding me? And he Immediately, the guy who gave him the ticket, he goes, how much of this, like, like let me give you some of this. I want to share it with you. Yeah, I want to share it with you. And, uh, like, so the, uh, I, and it just, that's just one of those things that, like, I, I love to see. I love. That there's to actually that hope stuff. for people.
0: It's and unbelievable that there's actually people that are nice. This is a,
1: this, go ahead. And this homeless one. guy gets, wins $1,000, and he immediately just wants to give it back.
0: Yeah. Immediately. It's, and he doesn't have anything.
1: He wants to give it, like, that's just...
0: It's, it's not... I have one thing to say about that, and I have another thing to say about Bastion, because like we haven't it. talked about Bastion for a second. So... Yeah. bring it back. Anyways, bring it back, bring it back. Um, so... Oh, bring it back now, yeah. You know, that... that what was I going to say?
1: You your mind. i oh, not there. Oh, God. Oh. Uh, just talk, talk. Um, well, basically, back to the homeless thing, Like, I work at the McDonald's up in Stevens Point, and I don't want to, like... I probably shouldn't just and there's this homeless guy who comes in there every day, he is the most, the happiest guy, like, uh, it's just, it's just one of the, it's just, a, it's just a weird thing of how he, I don't know, I can't even uh, really describe it.
0: It's yeah, just, so like, it's hard. what I was going to say is like, you know, everybody thinks that all oh, people are bad, this this weird bad Squad thing, and just all oh, these, I swear I talk about whatever on here, you know, I might talk about this, I might talk about that, but he's a good per he's a good person, and like we're, we're I don't know I I might swear on here, but so far none of us we've not gotten any flack at all I've said this many times, you know they know we're not a, we're not bad dudes and that guy it was just whatever something happened to him so we 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 kind of do this Jesus how far are we dude <laughs> forty one minutes we kind of we kind of like I don't know. I like to. I, I just love to hear everybody's support and everybody that understands that I'm not bad. I'm not a bad person because I'm swearing. Mm-mm. Like, immediately someone jumps to that conclusion. Well, I And I'm not swearing, like, unbelievably, but it, it just It's something different. And you know what? This, this, uh. The same people
1: who would get drive up ashes on Ash Wednesday. Oh, shit, did I do that? Yeah. I didn't mean to
0: this, get all religious. This, uh. <laughs> i don't know where I was gonna go anyway, so that that guy I forget his name, but so I clicked on the link that was up on the upper right hand corner of the YouTube video, and you can donate money towards him he's got fifteen grand going to him
1: just for doing prank videos, and people are just donating no
0: to him? just to the guy the guy, the homeless the guy the homeless guy, the yes. one who
1: got the thousand dollars
0: yes. He started a fund. He put it up on his YouTube. This guy gets millions of viewers every week,
1: and you get paid for on YouTube. You get paid.
0: Yes, it's not like so buying this guy. Twitter. This guy has. This guy has power. This guy has fame, technically, and he's using it for a good reason, mm-hmm. which is just gives me an unbelievable amount of joy. And this guy has got no, fifteen thousand dollars worth stuff. And if you guys want just check it out. I don't know what it's called. I, I check it out on the YouTube homeless guy lottery prank or something. It's something guys, like that. It, it's something where like oh, the guy the guy did a YouTube okay, do the Rogan style where you look up.
1: I'm looking up. Hey Red, red, hey, red hey,
0: hey Hey Brian
1: Brian, Brian go do, do, check.
0: Yeah, we don't so, have, we don't have a guy like that. So uh yeah, so this guy, you know, just out of the goodness of his thing, he said this guy's a nice guy, and, you know, he always is greeting people, but he sits, and the guy's like, I've been doing this for 10 years, and nobody's ever done anything this nice for me. And then who knows what happened to him? Who cares what happened it's to serious. him? Who cares what happened to him in his past? What is it?
1: It's a uh, homeless lottery winner. That's home, that's homeless up.
0: lottery winner. And I, What's the YouTube channel? The
1: home, the YouTube channel is Magico F. Rahat.
0: Yeah, it's some Indian guy. Magical
1: ref- I know who he is. He, he, he If he you look it up... Million, he has 3 million subscribers, so he's doing pretty well for him. You guys, like... People forget the fact that you can get paid pretty good for YouTube. Like, you can... I mean... And the best part is this guy
0: knows he's not a real celebrity, and he is doing things yeah. better than normal celebrities. Like, what the fucking... It's unbelievable. Uh, I love it. These conversations... And look at Randy... Randy Howell did the same... Uh, he donates his boat to King's home. You know, he does things for children who are un- un- underprivileged. All the kids, I like I said before, I was legitimately emotional at the Classic, watching him and all of the kids that are at, at, at his, I don't even know what King's home actually is. I know it's an Alabama type of thing. So I watched all these kids that never got to see a in before freaking out and cheering for him, even though he didn't have that good of a day on day two. Everybody was loving it. And he was pointing to him, and he was saying, you know, this is their first thing, this is the first. And I don't know, when I watched him day three, and I saw all of the kids on the bridge watching him fish, and I seen him catching every single fish, and I seen him, I'm like, Casey, he's going to win. And I, and, I and you know, I was, I can do, I'm, yeah. He has goosebumps. I mean, you know. I, just explaining this, the guy won the tournament, and, I don't know. It's just one of those things that I just love when I see people using it's so using what they using what they know they have and they know that they're not they're, they're not entitled to anything. Mm-hmm. They just got it mm-hmm. and they're whatever so he, they're giving back because not one person has ever achieved anything on their own solely. Mm-hmm. And that is where I hate when people say I did this I built this all myself. I did this thing all myself. Bullshit! You did not do it all by yourself. There's always been teachers. There's always been people. There's Jeremy's been, smiling there's because, been
1: there's been county workers plowing the road for you so you can drive to work on a winter so, day like this winter.
0: Yeah. So anybody that is 485. I love seeing people like that that give back. Not just money. You know what? You know the great thing is is that money is going to help that man completely. And if you guys just Go ahead and look at it. If you guys want to donate, I donated ten bucks. It's it's nothing really that big. Mm-hmm. Just do it. I mean, it's a great thing. The guy, the guy clearly is a nice person, yeah. and it, it's just it's just awesome to see somebody using their power for good. And, and that guy, you know, that guy could do that, and that guy could be an asshole and take all fifteen grand for himself. Yeah, but he's not doing it. I I can just tell the way he is, the way his emotion is when he's in the video. And, it, and I didn't mean to get on this tangent, but. So what did you wanted to say something about? Oh, was that the homeless thing with the guy in McDonald's?
1: Yeah, we got it. That was that was that was a while ago. Not That's bad. Good. No, it's good. It's just that no whole notion of you know people having just this amount this what they don't need. You know, I Rogan was kind of getting into that in his podcast or like a little bit ago. Please but, listen
0: to that, by the way. Yeah, great podcast. Joe Changed Logan, my life, legitimately.
1: He, he it's awesome. He, was literally talking about how like you know when he was working <laughs> when he was working on on his stand up when he was really young and how you know it was just this struggle you know like how you know whether he was going to be able to pay his rent or whether he was going to be able to pay all these bills he had in his life and then when he first got that first check and it wasn't even that much money he said it was just enough money where he could just pay for everything he could just be comfortable and he said how how amazing that felt that he could just be comfortable, and he said that's all he would ever need. And he talked about that on his podcast recently. Like, you know, that's all you need. Like, you know, these people they buy these they buy these million dollar homes, and it, and it's it just becomes he thought like it just becomes a struggle. Like you have to work for, you have to work at it, you have to all the maintenance they have to put in that home, and it's just like you can just be so happy with a, with a certain amount of money. And it's just people just money just controls their lives and we've seen it with friends of ours, just people you know we won't well this one we definitely won't want to drop names on. But it's just people
0: No, I know. It like, is I've terrible. had
1: friends with it too where they they, they obsess own. over money when like I've I've had friends where I buy them a beer and <laughs> they're like it was I, okay, my friend, I bought him a beer. We were at the bar. He's like, I was talking to him. He's like, yeah, we were at a friend of yeah, he's his... he's not listening to this. It was his friend. No, he's definitely not. <laughs> His friend bought... was his friend's birthday party. And he didn't have a beer. And I was like, why did not you drink? And he's like, oh, I can't afford it. So I just went and bought him a beer. Him and his girlfriend. And my friend... I handed my friend a beer. He doesn't... Like, the first thing he says is, well, thanks, but I can't pay you back. And I just go, I can't just... I mean, we're friends. I'm buying you a beer, like don't need to worry about that. Like that uh, I just hate yeah, how it's bad. And you know how that's his mindset. I buy him a beer and he automatically thinks that it's just this this monetarily trade of of things where I a friend can't just, you know, spend two fucking dollars on a friend.
0: Yeah. I mean that's just the way you go. it's just the way it is.
1: And you I've seen you tell stories about this with your bass fishing and how you just share these experiences with all these Everything. People for no reason.
0: Well, prime example, I was down in Alabama with Adam and Casey, and the i r s took all my money out of my account. I don't know if I told you this you did you told. kind me. of in passing, whatever, so I was on Alabama fighting with the i r s and I had zero money to my name, and it was unbelievable. It was just the worst experience ever. First thing Adam and Casey says is, "Oh, don't worry about it we we whatever we'll figure it out, and we'll just pay for it. you can always do whatever and I'm like, well, you know that's just this is great to see that people are nice and you know it's just I don't know. It, it, I feel like when you're in little fraternities, little packs, little groups of people that they're more understanding about this. And it's just, I know when someone's not in it for the money right away. Like Casey, CK, 100% not in it for the money. Adam, 100% not in it for the money. And and I love being around people like that. They're my best friends. Like, it's just Jeremy is in it for the. He wants to be famous, but no, he
1: doesn't. <laughs> but, There's but just things inside of me that I have to get out, Tyler. Yeah. Get so
0: yeah, it's just it's just nice to see Jesus, Jeremy. We are at 50 minutes. Um. So
1: um
0: there? Well, no, well. I'm not going to end it right now. We're going to wrap it up in a different odd way. Okay, so we're gonna. Uh, so Jeremy and I are both nerds completely, and I don't know if you guys will understand this any other way. But we're going to wrap this podcast up by
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: We're going to do some celebrity impressions.
1: I thought we the no the celebrities are here. I thought that Well, anyway, wait, time out,
0: time out. Okay, so the celebrities I have I have an extreme pull in the Hollywood industry because
1: we have a theater all, major. All the,
0: the yeah, all the theater major Jeremy knows all these Hollywood types and it's amazing that how many of them actually bass fish.
1: Incredible. I couldn't believe it.
0: So we're going to do this thing where we're going to... You guys might not know who the hell we're talking about, but Jeremy especially can do these just off-the-wall, strange things that nobody nobody even knows who he is. And Jeremy can do impressions on, them. And I do the same thing. I have a couple guys where... Well only well, I have a couple things where my my impressions are never gonna get me anywhere because they're bass fishing oriented.
1: <laughs> the one?
0: Uh, Tommy Biffle.
2: Where are you? Now? I'll catch a five pounder up in that bush right now. Ah, money what a of kinda of money, but I kinda like it. <laughs> like that kind of thing. Nobody's a like boom, Nobody, boom <laughs> hauer.
1: Okay. Hang
0: on, All right. So Jeremy's <laughs> Jeremy's gonna start off
1: like recently.
0: Gonna start off by by ta- <laughs> by uh doing a little bit of Okay, so Sean, Sean, how you uh welcome welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you, Tyler. It's nice to be here.
0: What uh what are your feelings towards the sport?
1: It's It's something I've done for a long time. I absolutely love it. It's a real passion of mine. And a lot of people in the industry I work and don't understand it. That I truly love to go bass fishing. I love to go out on my boat and grab plenty of spinner rods and throw them into the water. Do you
0: like Table Rock Lake?
1: Yes, I remember my first day. I was first day on that lake and one of my friends came along with me, and he when he first got on the boat this was not my first day this is my friend's first day and remember we we were out and we were fishing and it was it was a little while before either of us got our first fish and finally he grabbed and he had this nice fight with a nice large mouth that took a long while to catch and it it really took a lot out of him and he just was so happy about it it was it was a nice like it was a nice like four pounder and I just turned to him and I said Welcome to the Rock. <laughs> now, uh, Harvey,
0: um, you were in Reservoir Dogs, which is directed by Quentin Tarantino. Now, what are your feelings? You, you, you told me stories about um, people fishing up in northern Wisconsin and how they just don't understand how to use casting rods. Why do you explain? It.
2: Tying a frog to a spinning rod? Why the fuck would you do that? What were you thinking? <laughs>
0: So, uh, no Chris, um, we all know you're, you're kind of strange and odd.
1: Yeah, well, you know. Wait, just stop. Sorry. Okay,
0: so, you went out with a couple of your buddies, and you, you know you like your fruit, right?
1: I love it. <laughs> Put it on the cereal, you know, every day. Um, so, uh,
0: so you, you, you like bananas especially, no?
1: My favorite. Love it! Oh, Tyler, you're talking about how talking about with my friends. We were fishing in, in Lake Winnacanee, and you know we were we were doing all these things. And I brought some a packed lunch. You know, I had a nice roast beef sandwich with some mayonnaise and nice rye bread. It was it was good. Uh, I put a, like a like a little one percent milk. You know, because I don't like the hull. I don't like the skin. It's too watery. And I had a banana, as well. And my friends, they had a plastic bag. They could see through the bag we saw they had a banana. Then they go, Christopher. I was like, what? You can't bring that banana on the boat. I said, why? He said, it's, it's bad luck. We can't have bananas on a fishing boat. We're going bass fishing. We want to catch all these smallmouths. If you have a banana on the boat, it'll never work. That's true, though, Chris. I can't believe that. Oh, it's bullshit. <laughs> it's bullshit. <laughs> I don't understand it.
2: I hope I'm not on the boat, for you, and I'm me? sweating.
1: I'm sweating, and I need my potassium. That's all there is. That's all there is to it. And, you know, that's the long shot of it with with the bananas. And I just promised them I'd never bring another one. Oh, cat! you know, you had some other stigmas, you know, with your bass fishing experiences. What what are you feeling, you know, tell me about your feelings on the boat launches.
2: Every time (laughs) I'm at a boat launch, I see some guy trying to back in his boat. And I say to myself, I'm in my ranger just chilling, just every single time in my ranger, just chilling on the water. And I say, motherfucker, do you even have a license to drive? How are you even doing that with that boat? I could go on all day, and all of you guys, especially Greg Sullivan, you want to hear Cat Williams. Well, here he is. I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) say, I can't even talk no more because Chris Walken is making these weird-ass faces looking at me, saying, Catfish, what are you doing? Catfish, what are you saying? And I say, Chris, get off my level. You never th- stop. What are you doing? Did you ever watch Killer Man Owen? Oh, and... Man, I do not even want to get to it. Did you ever watch Killer Man Damn Fish?
1: Once it was tevode.
2: Oh my god! I watched him fish the other day on this ledge. Oh my god! That man is so good with the crankbait, right? I see him throwing it. He gets one in a row, two in a row, three in a row, two on one cast, three on one cast. Oh, it was so inspiring for me to watch that man fish. <laughs> so uh,
0: anybody is from? It, we're taking a time machine back to 1986,
2: yeah.
0: 1991. Uh, so, uh, hey Bobcat, how you doing?
2: Uh, hi, how are you doing? You seem a little nervous. What's going on? Oh yeah, I'm nervous. Like fishing the classic. You there? What are
0: you? What are you fishing? in? what kind of boat?
2: I had a Ranger. <laughs> Why don't you set that stuff on fire?
0: <laughs> you know what, Bobcat? I've been doing. I've been fishing for thirty years, and I've fished many, many classics. You can't be getting nervous every single time. What you got to do is just sit down, chill out, fish for fun. <coughs> every once in a while, you catch
2: yourself a big old pig. You got to
0: say to yourself, "Golly!" Thanks a lot, Shaw. Um, but this is—you're not famous. You're just a bass fisherman. No, we don't want to hear from you. But uh, Mr. Doctor William H. Cosby Jr.
2: Hello. How are you doing, Taylor Glockmager?
0: <sighs> My name is Tyler, not Taylor.
1: Tyler Glackner.
0: Anyways, he's just doing that because that's his act. But uh,
1: Oh, do you so, wish it were the case.
0: So <laughs> so you've set the hook on many fish and missed them. What do you, how is your reaction on oh,
2: that? Oh, you know, Tyler, I'm out fishing on the lakes and I have,
1: you know, my nice favorite baits out there and everything feels like it's going really well. And then all of a sudden I'm throwing it and I'm reeling it in, and then, you know, they get the bites and they feel the nibble, and then the fish go, now, 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 and then I, and I try to set the hook, and then they'll go, and then they go, splash, and I go, silk and filth, I can't believe I missed it again. Flapping, flarving, and herping, ah.
0: This is a family show. What I'm are you sorry hearing?
1: for the curses, words.
0: That's just about how you guys can see how much of a nerd we are, and I'm glad, I would really be happy to hear, because I don't know if you guys have ever heard my, well, you know what, I took it off YouTube because it it could have gotten us in, in trouble, so I took it off, and you guys don't know which one of us is saying it, which is nice, even though I've interviewed myself on a couple of those, and Jeremy is... Really good at a certain guy named Bill Cosby, so we'll, we'll just leave it at that.
1: I thought the other really here. What are you talking
0: about? Like, uh, yeah, I, I mean, none of them guys who's were wrong really. What
1: graph do I have them?
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I my my uh, well, the the Kaitel is is not Harvey Kaitel. If anybody has ever seen that, is not an exact impersonation of Harvey Kaitel. It's actually an impersonation from Jay Moore of uh, Jay Moore and Jay Moore Sports. And uh, yeah, so <laughs> so we're gonna wrap it up. I mean, you guys, I hope you enjoyed it as much as we both have. We might do another one tomorrow. I don't know. We probably, probably will, probably. just because this was this was fun. And you know, Jeremy's gonna get hooked up with another podcast. And uh, who knows? This is this is this is enjoyable. I'm oh. so glad I spent that money on the plane ticket for you to come out here. Yeah, it's a those... good thing we wrote it off as a Basquad business expense. Your little whatever you flew over it. Maybe it was just a glider. I mean, who knows? Uh, you guys uh, might have hang glided over here. hot air balloon. But, <laughs> but yeah, thanks a lot for listening to you guys. Please keep supporting us. We're going to chunk that little impressions part and put it on YouTube, I think. Uh, if you guys want to check out bassquadcorp.com, please do that. And when you guys check out, we, we might be changing our prices pretty soon. We got new shirts coming in on Monday. Uh,
2: Monday!
0: On the Monday morning podcast. Um, we got, uh, all that stuff. So when you guys listen to it, uh, if you guys are listening to this, hopefully you are use the promo code BSR when you guys check out and you guys save 10% on your small little shirt orders, but thanks a lot. Um, Jeremy, this is fun. This is officially the longest podcast on BSR as of right now,
1: uh...
2: but yeah, so peace out guys. Thank you so much.